0: Hi, welcome to the Carnivore Stories podcast with me, Alyssa Grubner. The carnivore way of eating completely transformed my life. And it's stories just like the ones you'll hear on this podcast that kept me going every step of the way. I hope you're ready to hear an inspirational carnivore story. I know I am. But first... Let me tell you about the meat tastic t-shirts I have for sale on my spring store. It's a great opportunity for you to become a walking billboard if that's what you're into. And it's a great opportunity for you to support your new favorite podcast. You can find a link to the spring store in my bio on Instagram at meet, meat m e a t mrs m r s grubs g-r-u-b-s i'll also put a link to the store in this video's description on youtube so check it out and get some carnivore swag welcome to episode 35 of the carnivore stories podcast today i am joined by diana stuckey i i hope i didn't say it too too terribly (laughs) um all the way from Switzerland. Thank you so much for joining me today, Diana.
1: Thank you for having me, it's a big pleasure. I'm so happy to meet you now in person via Zoom. It's very great. I'm so excited, thank you.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, I'm super excited for for this interview as well. Um, So the first question I have for you is, what brought you to Carnivore and when was that?
1: I started Carnivore back in 2019, and what brought me to that was, um, actually, you know, the story starts already when I was a child. My father was chronically ill. I never knew him healthy. You see, he always had big pain. Big pain, also, his psychical problems, they were severe. So, um, he was... He died one year ago with 80 years. And until then, he, every day he talked about uh, that he would like to die because it was, not, it was not nice for him to live. And I knew, you know, that I will end up the same. Because already as a child, I had a lot of problems um, with my body. And of course, body, the body and the head, they are together. They are together through the here. And so you cannot uh, avoid that the problems they interfere with each other. So, and um, when I got older, problems got also um, more severe until I saw when I was going towards 40 that now I have to decide if I want to change something or if it will continue like Otherwise, it would continue like this, you know. And uh, that was not a possibility for me because I had seen how it had ended with my father. Yes, and so I started to make research. I started to uh, to experiment with food. And finally, I came to carnivore. I, I, I You know, I started to eliminate every food that I... I felt that it's not good for me and I ended up with carnivore and I thought that can't be because, you know, I was vegetarian for more than 20 years. I even tried vegan vegan because vegetarian didn't give me, the, give me what I wanted to, my health. And uh, so I ended up with carnivore and thought that can't be, right? It's, it's not healthy. It's the poor animals. And I started to make research. I found Sean Baker. I found Paul Saladino. And some others and i saw Well, i'm not the only one and since then i'm really into this topic yeah
0: wow wow that's amazing um and do you have do you have you have children
1: three beautiful
0: children yes okay wow and so does the re- is the rest of your family carnivore as well
1: everybody does its own diet okay I give a little bit my philosophy, like there are some foods that I really ask them not to eat. But if they want to eat it, then uh, they know what will happen or can happen. Mm-hmm. But I'm not to, to the mother that says you are not allowed. But I ask them, I, I, you know, I tell them what will happen to their body if they eat uh, seed oils. For me, that is the most horrible thing because of all yes. the information it gives you all the secondary effects, all the diseases that it can cause and you don't even know that it's the seed oils. And then people, especially carnivores, they are against sugar, not all now, but uh, for, for sugar, I I say not the artificial sugars that I, ple- I ask them not to eat it because it has a big bad effect to the microbiome even already uh, if you consume, if you make consumption of one time, that mm-hmm. can already have a bad effect. And- but if my daughter comes and says, mama, please, can I have like a, a croissant or jambon? Sorry, I don't know <laughs> in English. Then, she t- then I tell her, yes, but wouldn't you like to have first a nice piece of protein? And then um, she eats this, like uh, a piece of steak. And then if she still wants to have this croissant or jambo, then, uh, then she can have it, you see. And I, because you know, children, especially when they grow older, they start to eat the stuff in behind my back, you know, or when I <laughs> they are outside and I don't want that. Yeah, I, I prefer to give them a philosophy and an and education. That, so that they know if they it is that may, might happen and you can have it, but first do something good to your body. Yeah. It yes. shouldn't become the normal. shouldn't become normality. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm very similar. Uh, I, I have two children. And I don't, I, I will never force them to be carnivore or to eat a certain way. But they know what these things do to their body, and and sometimes they'll eat something and like a bunch of sugar, and they don't feel so good. And they're like, oh man, sugar really is terrible for me. Um, but but like you, I don't want them to grow up and then they're like, oh, finally, mom's not around. I'm gonna eat all of the all of the sweets and all of the uh, seed oil fried everything you know because mom's not around so I I want them to have a really healthy relationship with food and what it's doing to their body yes
1: (laughs) yeah um
0: okay and then I wanted to ask you mentioned a croissant I believe like it's like a it's shaped kind of like a moon and it's bread with lots of butter and that's that's typical cuisine where you live what else is um is typical food like the the standard swiss diet
1: it's a little bit like the italian diet you see olive oil cereals cheese meat yeah
0: okay okay
1: mediterranean i think it's cool okay okay yeah. but more and more you know that's that's my dream that it's like this if i'm honest it also, since I'm born, this uh, agenda with, uh, with the sad diet, standard American diet, it's also mm-hmm. coming here. We always looked to America and said, oh, look at these obese people. But now, you know, we have it here too. When I was a child, I could say, you know, mommy, at school, this uh, fat boy did this and did that. And everybody knew which about who I talked. But now this fat boy could be almost, you know, so many <laughs> Fat boys.
0: Yeah. Wow! Wow! I it's it's f- funny to me, but it's also really sad because I I know that that's true. You know uh, there's a lot of over overweight children, and they're struggling with diseases that they they normally children don't struggle with.
1: Yes, it's not fair.
0: No, no, it's not. Um, And, and that the American way is like a virus. It's, it's, it's infiltrating overseas. And so, so is there a lot of fast food there?
1: I'm, I don't know. I'm living in a valley. I'm pretty protected. I don't go out that much. Well, we have McDonald's, you know, we have okay. these fast food stores, you find it if you want to. But I think you also find the the, but, the butcher that does its, it, that, and the local meat, you, you find the, the baker who takes the grains from, from the local farmer, all these things. Okay. You I think wherever you live in Switzerland, you are, you have access to local farmers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's good that there's still some good food there here in America. It seems like there's a lot of places that the only access to food is for a lot of people is fast food or processed food. And a lot of people don't even know, you know, what a natural food looks like, or even tastes like.
1: Yes, I heard about that. And there you are. It's the same thing or?
0: No, where I'm, I'm very blessed that there's a farm nearby that I can get raw milk and butter and eggs. um, And they have meats there. And there's, there's other grocery stores that they do sell, sell food that's good to eat. But there are some places I know in, in certain cities that it's just There's, there's nothing, nothing really natural around and, and people just, just don't even think about eating from the land at all. So I, I asked about the Swiss, the Swiss diet, because I was curious how different it was, um, how different carnivore was compared to that. So have you had a lot of, uh, a lot of pushback from people around you thinking that your diet is really strange or has it been, Uh, hard-getting carnivore foods?
1: It's pretty well accepted. It was um, more, you know, myself who couldn't accept it in the beginning. And I had days where I cried because, you know, I loved all these colors on my plates. I loved the different tastes. But I, I, and I tried several times to go back and my husband and the, each time I, you know, I got severe pain and other symptoms who came back. So my, it was actually my husband who is not carnivore who told me, you know, Michaela Peterson also had to go uh, through this for three years. So maybe you get better, better, you get ready and also you have in mind that maybe you have to wait three years. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. It's, I know for a lot of people, especially, you know, if you were 20 years vegetarian and you're used to, you know, all of these colors and different flavors, it can be hard going to just, you know, meat always, but definitely the health benefits makes it worthwhile. Yeah,
1: so. um,
0: can, can you list some of the health benefits you've had
1: on carnivore? Oh my gosh, I have so many, this is an entire list. I think you have already seen this list. So um, there was acne, of course, I always had acne. I said, I'm so happy the moment, I won't have acne anymore, but I was adult. I gave birth. I still had acne, that means 30 years of age. And with carnivore, it went away. I had biting at the oral muscosa until it was bleeding. I was doing like this. Mm-hmm. always and you know if you look at me it is so disturbing and I was doing that until there was no membrane that I could find no membrane that was not bleeding so um, I had very bad blood values I had the, the body weight increasing and I was you know I was uh, really into sport endurance, sport Um, like triathlon and I had not a lot of calories that I ate and still you know the body is intelligent he doesn't want to lose all this fat that's why you cannot make all these calculations oh today I eat 20% less of uh, calories and that's why I will use this amount of fat that doesn't work the the body just adjusts and he uses less um, calories. So that's why you can end up as an old woman eating only 1,000 calories per day and you are still gaining weight. Mm-hmm. Especially because sometimes also you have to go and, and feed your body again. You are know, not always mentally that strong not to do that. But still, until this day now, I know if I introduce food that is not carnivore or food like dairy, my body weight goes up. That's unbelievable. And I had fatigue, I had constipation, I had dark circles under my eyes, depression, but depression really hard already as a child, so that I didn't want to live anymore. I had eczema, endometriosis, epilepsy, but you know, this one second absence, not the big ones. I had a eye back, you know, swollen face in the morning. Um, Fear of people, hemorrhoid state four reserve, reversed. So the, the doctor told me I probably have to go for a surgery, but I reserved it, of course, because I don't have uh, constipation anymore and it could go all back in. Uh, intestinal cramps, I had massive, so I had to stop um, piloting because I was scared that it once it will happen there. And um, I had joint pain, uh, itchy skin, leaky gut, Lyme disease. Lyme disease also, uh, it went away, I think. Maybe they are still somewhere um, hidden, but I don't uh, suffer anymore from it. dysbiosis, mood, unstable, what else? Oil forehead always here. In the morning, the first thing I did was like this, so nobody saw me with this, you know, oil. <laughs> this is really not, it's not pretty. Pre diabetes was measured when I was um, pregnant with the second one. Um, That is also gone. Rheumatism, already since childhood, sometimes I couldn't walk. Sometimes I was in the bed waiting there days until it went away. I was often sick. I had skin fungus. You know, it's getting boring my whole list. (laughs) What else? of course i was stinky i always had sunburn because of the you know the unsaturated fats from the plants they you eat them they are and they can um, how do you say that in english you need they, they turn oxidation they make yes
0: oxidation. okay
1: and, and you eat this plant fats, they go under your skin, because here is your skin and under the skin, there is right away this, this layer of fat and they go in there and there they are. And the sun comes on your skin and they make this oxidation because they are, they are um, like this, These plant oils, they are not saturated. And then that gives you sunburn. So that each year, now that I'm in, in carnivore, I have less sunburn because my fat goes away. You know, mm-hmm. I'm getting thinner also. And uh, yeah. Oh, my also a big point is the vision got much better. So I had to wear glasses for driving a car now, not anymore. But wow. if I eat a little bit more carbs, like I tried um, dried fruit, fruits like after birth after giving birth to my third one as soon i eat a little bit more carbs like in forms of fruits or yogurt then um i feel how it how i get swollen up in my face um you know carbs these carbohydrates they uh, attract water in your body and for me you really see the difference and I feel how, like a balloon, my face makes like a balloon. I even feel it. It's so uncomfortable. And the same thing happens into my eyes. And that's why then I start to look like this. But I could see that. Before I could see this tree, not anymore. It's, you know, it takes not one day. Yeah. So these no. are really the benefits that I got. And these are not all the benefits.
0: Uh, wow. Wow. That is absolutely amazing and so inspiring f- to me, to everyone that's going to be listening to this. Um, would you say that uh, that the benefits, it, they took time to come, like, like that it wasn't all immediate, but, but you had to wait a while for everything, for all of that to happen?
1: It depends. Some of them right away like stomach pain. Uh, e- eczema took a while, like one year. The fungi in my, in my yeah, that took uh, like two years, went away last year. It depends. Depression right away comes back if I eat only one cookie with the gluten. Mm-hmm. I don't know, in English you say also gluten, I have no idea. Gluten, I think you say.
0: Okay. Gluten. So that yeah. uh,
1: the same day depression comes back, but uh, heavy mm-hmm. because wow. um, gluten is a uh, plant toxins and plant toxins um, are formed by plants to protect themselves against various streets like bacteria, fungi, insects and predators. And I'm a predator. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The plant said, don't eat me. <laughs> Exactly. Um, and then you mentioned that dairy, dairy was an issue for you. Is that right? Yes.
1: I hate it to say, but yes.
0: How did you discover that you had an issue with dairy?
1: That was uh, summer 2022. I was already a uh, two years carnivore. My son had birthday and I thought, okay, I make myself birthday cake. I took one cheese like this. He was really ripe, real Swiss cheese, raw milk, organic, and I ate, ate almost the whole. And um, I felt sick. I did hurt so much, and I was, you know, it was holidays, and we went with the camper, and I was just in the bed for several days, and I felt how the stomach was inflamed; it hurt so badly. I sometimes um, had problems even to communicate. And my nerves, I really felt how the nerves were making pain. They are, uh, you know, from the stomach, They, I could say where they were anatomically going through my body, the nerves, because they started to have, you know, severe inflamed, I think. Wow. So, and then I have a good friend and she told me, I think you don't support dairy. I didn't want to listen to her. <laughs> but you know, I could repeat this experiment. And I didn't repeat it with the whole uh, cheese, but with slices of cheese, with yogurt, and each time it comes. Mm. And uh, the heavy whipped cream, it gives me eczema.
0: Wow. Yeah, you know, I love dairy. I- Absolutely love dairy but time and time again I learn it's just it doesn't love me back it always does
1: something bad to me
0: <laughs> yeah so now now that's the new year I said okay well I'll go some time without it and and really let all of the inflammation go away because every time I have dairy I get inflamed and swollen. And I'll I'll put on weight even if I'm not eating a whole lot of dairy. It's just the the inflammation from eating it.
1: Yeah, I had heard. No, I I'm reading a book now from Natasha Campbell. This cup's. Book, yeah. And I think I had read about that casein in the dairy is causing this inflammation, also mm-hmm. But not only this, other things also cause that. But I have to go back and read it again and maybe make a little bit of studies about that because um, I always need to know why things are like this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Otherwise, yeah. otherwise, I have the tendency to go back and try again, you know? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love uh, Dr. Natasha Campbell. I, I love her books. I read uh, the Gut and Physiology syndrome so that's the second gaps book and then I read the put your heart in your mouth about heart disease and um your circulatory system and and all of that and she's she's a wonderful author I I love all the information she's put out it's helped me a lot
1: would be great to have her on your podcast once. yes
0: yes that would that would be something to get to talk (laughs) to her get to meet her yeah um and then I also wanted to ask you about your pregnancy with your third child. Were you carnivore through that pregnancy? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. And so did you have, and you mentioned that you were vegetarian for a time. Did you have a pregnancy that you were vegetarian? Through?
1: Technically not. Okay. But okay. yes, you know, I had really had to force myself. To eat meat, so and then I forgot about it until my husband. After some months, he realizes, "Hey, did you have? Did you have some meat?" Okay, that was the first pregnancy.
0: Okay, were were those two pregnancies very different? Was the carnivore pregnancy a lot better, or or what was? Was there any any benefits to being carnivore in that last
1: pregnancy? I had all my pregnancy, all my pregnancy were very good. I would like to be always pregnant. Um, <laughs> but the carnivore pregnancy, wait, I, no, I don't remember. It was also good.
0: Okay. okay. But
1: what I remember is that I didn't gain weight. Okay. Or the weight that I gained was, you know, after giving birth, like two kilos less, and then I, I was back to my before, Wow. which was still not exactly that one I was before I got pregnant for the first time, but yeah,
0: okay, okay, and that's
1: very clear for me because it's everything about nutrition, nutrition, you know. Um, because isn't there the say in English that uh, overfeed but under, under,
0: undernourished.
1: Nut- yeah, yes.
0: exactly. Yeah,
1: so the body needs his nutrition, and you eat your uh, spaghetti and pizza and bread. Finally, it's all the same, and it has this anti nutrient thing, it doesn't have a lot of vitamin, not a lot of minerals, not enough protein. But the body claims it. He asks you, and that's why you get you you, you are always hungry. You always want to eat, or always more than then you should Um, and then you at the end you eat much more calories to get your uh, nutritious intake than uh, you would uh, eat when you would eat uh, nutritious food and that doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be only carnivore you can also um, eat carnivore and have here and there like um, one or two cooked plants, I have no idea we have a we have a neighbor he grew up in a tribe in Africa in the forest and imagine all these plants he had around him right I mean there was forest and he ate a animal-based diet and he told me his mom cooked only two types of plants that's it wow. and I can't imagine because here Yes, of course, I can imagine when I talk about here, uh, about it. Because when we go out for, for having a walk in the forest, then uh, have you ever found a broccoli? No. A... <laughs> <laughs> no right? So all the plants we have here in, in, the, in our supermarket, they are man-made. They didn't exist. And they don't exist there in Africa, where he grew up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's yeah. why finally finally ended up to eat only two plants. Because all others were not safe, not safe yeah. enough. Yeah.
0: Do you remember what two plants he said?
1: No. Okay. <laughs> no, because you know he even told me the name in his uh, in 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 this strange language they talked. Okay. So okay. The, even the sounds I was would not be able to uh, reproduce. Okay.
0: Them. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, Well, I, I asked about the pregnancies because I, I have two babies and with the first pregnancy, I ate a standard American diet. So lots of junk food. Um, And I, I think I gained almost a hundred pounds, 90 pounds during that pregnancy. And the second pregnancy, I was vegetarian and I thought it was going to be a healthy, healthy pregnancy. I didn't gain as much weight as the first one, but I was very, very sick. I was very sick. I had the uh, pre-diabetes, gestational diabetes, and I was very depressed, very anxious. Um, and it was it was terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, so I was I was curious if if um if you had noticed a carnivore pregnancy was a lot better, but you said all three pregnancies for you were were wonderful pregnancies. So that's yes. good.
1: So you should have a third one now though you are carnivore.
0: Yes, yes. That's <laughs> that's
1: the hope. Hopefully, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um okay. And then you also mentioned that you used to love endurance exercise. Do you still engage in any regular exercise?
1: Unfortunately not at the moment. Okay. I have three kids. I'm a homeschooling mom. One oh my you kids, are. Yes. Why you too?
0: Yes, yes, really? Yes, I homeschooled my two babies too. Yes. Wow,
1: that's great.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. I, I know I know what it's like then. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and so of, yeah. No, go go ahead. I'm sorry. You go ahead.
1: And one of my children, the oldest one, is severe ill, so okay. he needs a lot of time from me. So I have really no time to go out and uh, make some sport but it will come back and again my dear friend told me Sabina there is no excuse if you really want to you find some sport you can do even at home and she's right (laughs) 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 but you know it's so discouraging to go back and you cannot even do one Mm. (laughs) push-up or you do one push-up and the smallest comes and sits on top of you
0: okay okay <laughs> yeah well you you've got to start somewhere hopefully one day you you yes, get back into it and All you right. do sport do
1: you, do you do sport i
0: lift weights yes oh yeah. cool yes i lift weights and The kids, I, so I have, I have my gym here in my home and the kids, they do come in and I'll be in the middle of lifting something heavy and my son will come and say, mama, I love you. I love you. And I'm just like, oh, I love you too. (laughs) And because, you know, they, they don't know that I'm, I'm doing this, this crazy uh exercise and and it's a lot for me to talk but they're running around the house and so i i just get it in whenever i can whenever i can with them um and how old are your children
1: two seven and eleven
0: two seven and eleven okay so my daughter is eight and my son is five
1: yes you also have three years between
0: yes yeah 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 <laughs> yeah
1: that's a good distance i think
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i i I think so too um okay
1: what do you eat
0: in a typical day
1: i eat the rest from that that my oldest son doesn't eat okay he eats um every day uh, very fresh meat olive oil salt and water Okay. And nothing is, and that means uh, steak from the horses. I don't. I, I know you you cannot eat that. Probably in America, it's not allowed. I think, right?
0: Yeah, maybe maybe not. I have. I'm. I've never seen it for sale. But I know that there's a, a restaurant nearby that they do have exotic meats. I heard that they have kangaroo okay.
1: and maybe
0: something else. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they have some horse, <laughs> unless unless it is illegal. Wow.
1: <laughs> and he eats um, rabbits, every day a rabbit, but you know as in some weeks because he, he learned about them and he's very excited. And he eats a wheel, yeah, but it needs to be butchered and the same day the butcher has to give us from this wheel because normally they hang it a little bit so the bacteria can come and they eat from the muscles and the muscles get tender. But the uh, bacteria as a side product, they create histamine. And mm-hmm. if, you are, if you have this disease that my son has, then you cannot eat things with histamine. So our butcher, our butcher is our best friend and he always gives us the first, first cut. Even in the beginning, he told us, no, that's not possible. But finally, um, after we talked to him, now it's possible, yeah. <laughs>
0: Wow that's that's wonderful That is absolutely wonderful um what is your favorite carnivore food
1: at the moment the sides and the belly from the rabbit they okay. are so crunchy oh. and the belly from the rabbit still has the fat that from that is around the kidney and we have it in the oven um for about two and a half hours with winds and um, 160 degrees Celsius, I don't know, in Fahrenheit. Yes. And uh, that becomes so crunchy, the skin. You, oh, it's God. just like carnival chips, you know.
0: Okay, okay. And so, um, I,
1: yeah.
0: do, the, do the, when you get the rabbits, are they already skinned or are you having to, to do all of that yourself?
1: Well, I could do it myself and I did it with our own rabbits. But uh, we don't have enough rabbits, okay. <laughs> so the butcher does it for us. He skims it and he takes out the intestines. Everything else is still there. So head and feet and and um, the um, the liver and the heart and the pimou, uh, the lungs. Yeah, all these are still there. Yeah. Wow
0: that's something i'd like to try i saw that the the farm i go to that they were selling rabbits they were live rabbits though
1: yeah, okay that's harder. i would be great if they would grow on trees like like apples
0: yeah <laughs> that would be something wow um well Diana it has been so great talking to you today it's always fun to get to chat with another carnivore and it's always fun to meet another homeschool mom um I have one last question for you what advice would you give to someone uh who was in your position before you found carnivore or or someone who's thinking about trying carnivore and they're just not sure yet
1: Oh, I have two that come together. Like it's always about nutrition. So always check about your nutrition. Don't think for, for force more in, in, in calories, but more in, in the nutrition value. Because if you, want to, like, if you want to heal, you need a lot of nutrition. If you want to lose weight, you need a lot of nutrition. Not to be hungry and not to overfeed, like I explained before. And always ask questions about all the informations you get, about all the information you already have in your mind. Because they say like 50% of what information is around is false information. And if sometimes, and for me that means also I have false information that I think are true. And um, I always go back and think, why did I do that? Is there another way? you know, or is the way that I do is the right way? And why is always why? And then this why goes always to the niveau from the cells, from the cellular, cellular level, you know, from the whole metabolism, everything. I need to be, it need to be explained like this so you can make your own mind and not only read the head of the lines, you know, of the article. Absolutely. These two things always come together, always rethink. Always ask why, go back to nutrition, go back to how you feel. And don't be scared to, um, if you're carnivore and you're proud to be carnivore to still introduce some plants if needed. You know, always play around and also don't be dogmatic about this, this fat or high fat, you know, or now introduce fruit. Always ask why and in nutrition value and do I need it? Also ask your body why? Um, why do you need that do you need it what else do you need are you happy like this you know always ask questions
0: awesome awesome that is a great piece of advice Um, thank you again so much for meeting with me today Um, and then can you tell everyone where they can find you if they want to connect with you online
1: well that's my name Sabina Stukri on Instagram on um, YouTube I also have an account. Where I'm um, ha- playing the piano, but that's not updated since ten years. <laughs> okay I'm a composer, but soon I will uh, post some from my compositions there. Oh wow. and maybe I, maybe I will go and make some shorts on ins- on, on YouTube about uh, carnivore, about what yes. I learned and so on. yeah
0: okay, that would be great.
1: That's it for today.
0: Until next time, stay meaty. Stay strong and stay inspired. Do you have a carnivore story to tell? Connect with me on Instagram, at meat M-E-A-T, Mrs. M-R-S, grubs, G-R-U-B-S. I would love to interview you. And the world needs to hear your story and how meat heals. Thanks so much for watching and all your support. Bye-bye till next time.